Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 153. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot Jerry O'Neill, and joining me in SideQuest Studios is Craig Walker. Hey, hey, how you doing? And here as always, except when he's not, BT Calloway. Ahoy, ahoy. And thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. This is a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. And at the moment, we're going to do like an incredibly recent episode. I don't know if we've done one this quickly. Like, Yeah, this is a first for us. We essentially just took a fan request, which we never thought about doing before. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Dan Dennis hit us up on Facebook and what did he say? Have you got the actual I thing? I can bring there? it up if you want, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, if you want to request an episode out there, feel free to ask us. I mean, we're running out. There's probably only 200 or something to pick from. <laughs> only 200 left. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because it's roughly one year, and then we'll sort of run out of episodes and or catch up to The Simpsons. So, yeah, so a uh, longtime fan of the show, Dan Dennis, hit us up on Facebook and said, is it possible to fast track an episode for the pod? I just finished watching the latest episode, Todd, Todd, Why Hast Thou Forsaken Me? And no spoilers, but you're going to want to see this ASAP. Mm. And we were like, well, Dan Dennis, longtime fan of the podcast, um, sure, why not? Yeah. Oh, the funny thing is, yeah, we're fast-tracking it because it's only been like three days since the episode aired, mm-hmm. but also we've been banking a lot of podcasts lately, so this isn't coming out until like late December yeah. anyway. So we did take your advice, Dan, but uh, unfortunately in the crazy world of time and editing, <laughs> it won't seem like it. So yeah, we just watched an episode from the Disney era. Or the Depression era. (laughs) Or just the 30s. Season 31, episode 9, Todd, Todd, Why Hast Thou Forsaken Me? Directed by Chris Clemens, written by Tim Long and Miranda Thompson. And yeah, first released in December 2019. In this episode, Todd randomly loses his faith in God after thinking about how unfair it is that Mort is dead. Yeah, guys, what'd you think? Oh man, this is a roller coaster. I'm not gonna lie. Like, we hit the end of the first act where Todd renounces his faith and I'm like, fuck, this is actually really good. Like, mm. after the death of Maud, we didn't really get a lot of focus on the kids and have it be Todd instead of Rod, the younger of the two, because I always get them confused. Just all that more impactful. And he has this kind of terrifying dream where, uh, you know, he, he can't see Maud's face anymore. And I thought that was just going to be a joke, you know, a terrifying dream. But now he's like, I just can't remember her face anymore. It's like, that's really heavy. Yeah. And mm. I thought, if you guys land this, this might be, you know, up there on the rankings mixed feelings about whether or not how well it did i don't think it landed it i don't think it failed it either so man this is a tough one yeah i, I mean i just don't know it, i had great thoughts that they're actually going to do something semi-deep for once it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's going to have some meat to it and my next question was what about edna yeah mm. they sort of wrote it off with just ghost edna doing a little ha at the end yeah and that that didn't that yeah. really rankled me why did not tip to say yeah uh so we lost mommy and then you found a new wife and we lost her too why does god keep taking all these people from us yeah that, why that would have that would have been the stinger that would have been that would have hurt best so and yeah it's a great again because it starts with you know the Flanders and things like mm. okay, meeting off the bat, you're like, okay, this is gonna be different. They commit to it, they do the whole intro sequence re Flanderized. Yep. And then it becomes a Simpsons episode again so gradually I didn't I, even notice. Oh, <laughs> I noticed. I noticed and then I got angry. Yeah, well, yeah, technically so for this first section, this is the Flanders index. Uh, yeah. so yeah, uh, for better or worse, what stands out to you? We'll start with you, Craig. For good, act one was great. Mm. Um for bad, the heavenly choiry, churchy music oh. just made my nose run yeah <laughs> it really did it was annoying and the lyrics weren't clever 
either. It was just there to be dirgy. Yeah, and because it's church music, it takes so long. If it's look, like, look, if it was clever, it would mm, have been great, but yeah. it wasn't. Each particular padding was just that. It got to the point where I'm like, okay, this is a repeated gag. Let's keep a tally. Yeah. Seven times they returned to this well. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. each time it just felt like they were doing in jokes from The Simpsons rather than in jokes in the episode. And yeah, yeah, again, BT, it's like one of the things we've discovered in their parody songs these days. If it takes too slow, you better no go. <laughs> which should be a general rule because, yeah, we compare it to the classic era with songs like See My Vest. And yeah, which is snappy and fast and fun. And, and, was, yeah, and, and yeah. it progresses the, the episode. Mm-hmm. But this. Yep. didn't this padded this was basically recapping what was going on in slow choir voice yeah yeah <laughs> how about you bt what's a moment that stands out to you for better or worse uh, i'm gonna start with the worse in that homer and ned die and the second that happened i'm like fuck no why did you no mm-hmm. like i liked a lot of it because you know ned's having a tough time because his son's you know uh so distant from him and it's like again it's, it's such a real human moment and then to take it into this oh now they're in heaven here's some jokes about heaven here's abraham lincoln waka waka yeah ah! and also i think putting them on their deathbed sort of gave them too easy a way out for yeah, todd to the, get his the face second back. they were in the deathbed i'm like todd's gonna pray for him to come back and that's gonna finish it yeah and i was like instead of being a moment of Maybe he gets it back a little, or maybe Ned accepts he's having some doubts, but that's a natural thing, even in the, amongst the most faithful, they have moments. And you can yeah. tell they were sort of, like, they almost had the idea of where they should have gone with, like Marge saying, sometimes prayer doesn't have to be to someone, it can just be an honest conversation you have with yourself. Yeah, that I was love a, that. That was a piece of gold. That yeah. was a little good piece of gold. Yeah, which gives the nugget of a good idea, which, you know, faith and religion, not necessarily the same thing. But Yeah, and then if like if we hadn't had that whole heaven bit and Ned did wake up after Todd just had an honest conversation, that would have been so much more impactful. Yeah. But to just have this whole wacky heaven, it ruined it so much, but maybe not entirely. That's why I'm so conflicted on this episode so far. And also Ned being God boy that he is, I mm. mean, has a direct line to God anyway. Yeah. And Homer <laughs> has met God. Yeah. 19 times what? in the 30 what? seasons. So they don't know each other still? Yeah. No. It should be like, hey, Homer. It's, yeah, it's, that, you see, that would have been just like, oh, you're here finally. It's nice. It's all good. And, Ned, let's have a conversation. There could have been something that nice yeah. could have come out of that too. But no, that was kind of blown off as well. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's like really surprised he's there. And it's like, if it's 19, goddamn. Well, he's been to heaven at least twice. Yes. Yeah. yeah and that again, I can think of. You know, you can sort of forgive some of the wibbly-wobbly timey stuff, but, like, when you... Okay, well, what purpose did it serve for God not to know Homer or whatever? And to do that joke about Sloth being a virtue, here's my freeloading son and all that... Actually, the line about, I'm, I've gone through some stuff, okay? Yeah, yeah, but we've had that line before when yeah. you were sitting on the swing turning backwards and forwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was way funnier. That, yeah, that, was, that, like, that, that was funnier. Yeah. yeah. So what I want to say for the positive, there's a bit when they're at church where, you know, Reverend Lovejoy invites all the children down to the front. And I actually uh, spent some of my childhood in America, and they do actually do this in a lot of American churches. Oh, wow. The, you know, pastor or whatever his name is. We'll call children down. They'll kind of have like a child's church corner thing. So that was like, yeah, that's real. And then just, again, the emotional impact of that part is huge because, you know, Rod, what would you say to God? Oh, I'd say thanks for sending your son. That's why we have Christmas. And everyone's like, ah. Oh. And then Ralph says something funny and stupid. And he fucking like, destroys uh, the room yeah. with that one. That was yeah. great. He died. Thanks for dying for my shins. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get Todd, who's just like, my voice hurts from crying all night. You're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sound of a shotgun of emotion loading. You're like... Okay, go ahead and pull the trigger. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Come on. And, what do you got? and then, oh my God, the heart. Yes. 
Well, I'm going to say, yeah, for better or worse, and uh, maybe for the better, I kind of like the idea that Flander Flander would send Todd off, but the way he did it. I know, so cunty. I hated that Suddenly so he became much. Amish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just did the whole shunning thing. Turn his back on no, him no, that, and... He just goes, well, I'm going to say this, Carly. You've sent us all to hell for not believing! Yeah. It's like, that's not the way God works, Ned. I feel like you would know that. And that's not the way that Ned works either. Yeah, no. no. Oh, yeah, it made him such an asshole. Really out of so character. Annoying. If the idea was that like he was upset with him and didn't know how to deal with it and then sent him to The Simpsons, fine. Yeah, or if he tried reaching him like Ned would, go, well, I understand. I heard what you said at church and I was wondering if we could read some Bible together. And he goes, why would I want to do that? Yeah. And then it's just... Yeah, then make him more and more desperate. He just goes from zero to a thousand so quickly yep. and so unnaturally. It was so grating. Yeah. But then the episode got better again. Mm. Ah. <laughs> but I, I also felt like, you know, because what stands out for worse, that they send him to the Simpsons. Okay, fine enough premise again. But what are you trying to achieve here? And it just sort of seemed to put Homer into the story. And this is what stands out really for worse yeah, for me yeah. is to shoehorn another Mona Leaves moment into this ah, episode. I thought you were going to talk about how Homer couldn't fuck. So that was like two oh, yeah. scenes of a subplot. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah that, there was no reason for that at yeah. all. But the Mona thing annoyed me oh, so because much. there was two different voices. Mm. Young Mona was who that, that wasn't old old Mona's voice. No. Well, Glenn Close was credited in this episode yeah, but so. that, as being old Mona, but yeah. that was not her in the flashback. And nope. also, and that wasn't her in dialogue. She's all "fuck you, Abe, I'm leaving." It's like mm-hmm. Mona never spoke like that, and nope. we know how she left. We've seen it. Yeah. Like, the idea that they were a fighting couple is something that we've actually seen them do only in the HD era, whereas in the original Mona Simpson episode, yeah, she just leaves in the middle of the night. She had a repressed relationship with Abe, like... Yeah, and it was a, it was a nice touching leaving thing. It was, mm. I mean, not nice touching, but you know what I mean. It was it was sympathetic. Yeah. But yeah. this wasn't. This was something really dark DC sort of universe. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it totally rewrites because Homer had no idea that she left in the original. She yeah. just slunk off into the night and And the other thing that really bothered me is todd's all like oh you know my mom's dead and that's really sad and homer's like yeah my mom left too it's like your mother is dead yeah (laughs) like and you never got the chance to know her that should be the emotion we're reflecting right now Mm. instead of this pain over uh, her leaving when homer a wasn't awake and b that's not how she left Man, why wasn't that Flanders logic? Need to get someone who else has lost their mother. Like, yeah. Because I've lost my wife, and that's its own thing, but I can't directly understand what he's talking about. Yeah, so why not talk to Homer, who has lost his mother? Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that's a perfectly good inroad. Yeah. Mm. Wasted. But, but again, I liked a lot of the jokes in this episode. I know. <laughs> and they, really, they got some good laughs, and, ah, oh, man, like I said, roller coaster on this one. It was, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, over the yeah. place. Uh, which leads to the wacky... Well, I mean, I'm skipping over the play count question because I'm assuming neither of you watched this between now and Sunday. I mm. watched it on the drive home. <laughs> <laughs> no, Should have been watching The Roads. Well, for, for whatever of them you can see in this smoke. The Roads weren't as surprising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, wackiness. What are some of the wacky things about this episode? Church security. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Church security Bart tries great. to bust out a window and they just like grab him and drag him back in. Yeah, and they're in their robes with their, with, with their gothic lettering yeah. on the back. <laughs> really nice. One of the best things was the stinger idea at the end. Ralph is the next Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> he deserves to be. He should be. Now I come to think of it, they've set that up for the whole last mm-hmm. 30 seasons. Yeah. Yep. Ralph is the next Buddha. And, that, and so Lisa has to believe in Ralph. Ah. That's yeah, the way it's going to go. I mean, people like pray for hours and hours and hours to reach the sort of transcendental meditation that that kid probably lives on a daily minute. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that whole, I think that whole last thing, it was a good kind of parallel for this entire episode because I liked it. And at the same time, I really didn't. I didn't like the way Buddha's voice was. That yeah, was really great. 
great. But Lisa's yeah, talking- being the fucking Alec Baldwin from Glen Garrigan. <laughs> Nirvana is for closers, motherfucker. Like, I mean, I like the shit. line, but it's also like, where is Lisa right now? What's going on? Yeah, is she dead? <laughs> or was she just asleep? Or, or yeah. she obviously was meditating or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was it. Was funny, and it was kind of cool that they ended on that Ralph bit. But yeah. the whole confusion of what was going on. Yeah, and in the second last stinger, because there were two of them in this mm, episode, course. yeah, uh, Ghost Maud tucking the kids in, which was a nice moment, but then, yeah, they undercut it with Krabappel just going, huh, why? Yeah, th- yeah. Again, that makes no sense. I think it was a case of they just, oh, he was married again. Oh, we better just put something in there quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we forgot about Krabappel. I'll throw something in. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Some wackiness I really hated was there's a fly flying around Relisa, and she goes, oh, by the way, Buddha, what happened to David Bowie? Uh, like, it's the fly, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Help yeah. me, Lisa. I'm the fly. <laughs> yeah. We right. can be insects. <laughs> Just for one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, Flanders doesn't shit. <laughs> No, yeah, everybody poops but him. Yeah. And then he, like, he then kind of cringes for a second. I don't like he looked down the camera for it. Yeah. But I like the kind of, oh, nearly felt it. <laughs> <laughs> In the home video, Ned is hanging like a stocking for baby Jesus, then teenage Jesus, and then, then I didn't Mr. catch Jesus. The, Mr. Je- Mr. I didn't Jesus, catch the third yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. Yeah, baby Jesus, teenage Jesus, and Mr. Jesus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All the arcs of Jesus. In the Flanders' intro sequence, you get a... Uh, Flanders has the blueprints for the Ark up in his garage. Oh, uh, The yes. whole thing started with Owned by Disney. Yeah, <laughs> that was nice, yeah. Directed by God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed a lot about the Flanders intro. Mm. I just wish they didn't sing over it. Like, yeah. just left it as visual gags because... You know, you're trying to fit in too many jokes when it's sort of meant to be... It's paralleling the Simpsons intro already. Yeah, it's but, already a joke. Yeah. I felt like the lyrics, again, didn't add anything and also just served to undercut every other visual joke that they were going for. Mm -hmm. I think Act 1, being as strong as it was, that they ended up running out of that idea and they thought that perhaps they couldn't continue to parallel or parallel parody uh, The Simpsons enough and so they thought they'd have to shoehorn The Simpsons themselves in instead Mm of what they should have done, which would be relegate The Simpsons to the Flanders role. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which they just didn't do and they should should have maintained that. Yeah, like, because this episode, I got major vibes from the ones where the Bart, Lisa, and Maggie are sent to live with the Flanders household. Mm. So getting the inverse of that, after we've established that this is a Flanders episode, yeah. rather, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Keep it a Flanders episode, absolutely. Which they should have done, yes. Mm. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot more wackiness to go over, but... Oh, Sorry, there is, one? there's a bit where Homer draws Jesus on a piece of toast. Yeah. <laughs> Several hundred times. <laughs> Todd's are like, why would Jesus appear on a piece of toast? Because like, God is always showing people pictures of his kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, a ni- that was a nice sting. Yeah. I enjoyed... I just wish he didn't go see it was signed by God and it's like, by Jeebus. And mm. it's like, uh You just couldn't help yourselves. You had to, like... Had re- to use the Jeebus line. I had to relish in their past glory, like... Because, again, there's so many good moments from this episode, which is going to make this hard to rank. Oh, man. I'm delaying it as long as I can. I I can tell. Yeah. I'm (laughs) already all over the shop. But I must push forward with the questionnaire and draw us ever closer to the ranking. So how about the heart of this episode? Man, the bits that it has, boom. Like, his whole, I lost my voice from crying Mm. and then renouncing his faith and then... Mm. Prayer doesn't have to be to God. It's just been an honest conversation with yourself. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. There are some great concepts. Mm. Really, really good core concepts. Yeah. Just what an execution, though. I, know. Oh. <laughs> I, I can see them, like, like fumbling this basketball all the way down the court, hoping <laughs> they'll get to the end. Mm. Yeah. Ah, that's just again. <laughs> well, I mean, because I love some parts of this so much. In the early part, I was like, if you guys land this, 
this could literally be the first cubic in the like, uh, <laughs> you know, post season twelve or whatever our last cubic is. Yeah, <laughs> like it, maybe not that high, but maybe a gold. I was like, if this goes well, it could be a silver gold, easy. <laughs> but yeah, oh god, that's weird. In Simpsons time, it's been almost twenty years since we've given a cubic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's so many home heart moments that it goes for that I feel like are undercut. Mm. And Todd is a great vehicle for this. It's surprising that yeah, yeah. when did more die? Like season. 11 it's so mm-hmm. surprising that in the 20 years yeah we haven't really returned to the kids at all we've returned to ned plenty of times mm. i think it's just easier to make jokes about that but whereas the kids is a bit harder but that's what made this so refreshing an idea is like yeah do this because we're ready for it let's go you've got a new idea holy shit yeah which ties into the next question because it's not <laughs> did it feel like an episode of the simpsons no. <laughs> I'll say jokes-wise, yeah, they're very Simpsonsy jokes. Yeah, but, but uh, overall, it I think the dirgy music, yeah. the attempt at let's do something different and serious, which I thought, again, was, was mm. going to be something amazing, Yeah, it didn't seem like it was wacky. I mean, there were wacky bits, mm. but it didn't seem like it was wacky enough. Yeah, It's almost like they were, and, and I shudder to say, it almost seems like they were trying to pull a bit of a Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> Little bit, little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna say for character breaks, we've talked about how Ned is not that person. No, and which, I was so disappointing to see him go there like straight away. He was fundamentally one of the big rocks pulling this episode he, he down for literally me. Literally turned his back on his son. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, and Mona as well was that's like we said that's not Mona and that's not even canon. Yeah, like no, that, when no. she's in heaven, he's like, and Homer goes to hug her, he's like, oh, I'm not a hugger. He's like, yes, the fuck you are. <laughs> and yes. they do, and they do in the end, and that was yeah. that, that was a nice little payoff. Yeah, but. But yeah, it's also undercutting the fact that when we saw Mona leave when she was still alive in that episode, she just hugged Homer and it wasn't an issue. Why is she not a hugger now? What purpose is that serving? None. (laughs) None. None at all. And the other week when we watched A Straight Car Named Marge, we were like, no, that episode doesn't feel like an episode of The Simpsons, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's doing this really clever thing of being, you know, a parallel with Streetcar. Mm -hmm. And same with this one. not yeah, bad it's, that it doesn't feel. Its purpose feel. is to not feel exactly like The Simpsons, and that was incredibly refreshing, as much as mixed as I am on it. So, yeah. Yeah, but if you're going to base it in the same world, same characters, they have to be exactly that, the same characters. And, yeah, yeah doing this is so disappointing. But yes or no, would you watch this one again? I'm going to say yes. Uh, it's so different, and I do like a lot of the jokes. I will also know I'm going to get angry at parts. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? I think it needs a second viewing to just to, mm. to see what was missed while we were just going. Why is that like that? Yeah, yeah. When we were taking notes, what was like? What do we miss when looking down? Yeah, and... no, no I'd, I'd definitely watch it again. I don't know if I go for a third though. Yeah, no. Well, it's it's mean... like you just want to inspect the architecture, you know? Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see the arc blueprint on the wall again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I definitely think it's uh, worth another dissection viewing. But mm. you know, we're more positive than not on this episode, so mm. I'm going to say, yeah, we might watch it again. And episodes that we'd like to watch again, we like to think about what playlist would they go in? Mod, mod, yeah, mod, yeah. yeah it's a mod and put playlist. it with the other to when more dies and then praise, praise land. land yeah and then is this could be a really nice follow-up so mm. yeah well i mean well, almost not. <laughs> mixed feelings <laughs> brewing in me like beer yeah <laughs> well yeah and you can also throw in like uh, ned trying to move on episodes you know mm-hmm. with sarah sloan the movie star and yeah. edna krabappel as yeah, well could make a really very compelling uh saga. Yeah, you put in the rod and todd growing up type episodes mm-hmm. where, yeah. where, where you know marge took them out to the wall climbing thing oh that's right where he chipped his tooth and all that <laughs> so it's a bit of the boys growing up yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, and faith episodes. There's been plenty mm-hmm. of those, mm-hmm. especially when Homer does the religion of himself. Yeah, or um, Lisa Buddhist, because I do kind of like oh, yeah. how they kind of make fun of Buddhism with this one when uh, 
you know, when Todd first renounces his faith and Lisa is uh, in the aisle and just gives him a thumbs up. Yeah. But then later on, she's like, I understand what it's like. Now, let me tell you about Buddhism. Like, just yeah. immediately jumps on it. Let's just said, jump the Mormon bandwagon with that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just feels so weird for her, though. Like, I don't think she'd be this pushy and, like, trying to recruit another one to the flock sort of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of, maybe because it was just so different for The Simpsons, that's, and that's what we're already in different territory. It was like, okay, cool. We'll, yeah. We'll see this side of things. Okay. BT, what would you change about oh, this episode? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, change everything to do with Mona because that's <laughs> yep. all just canonically wrong. Yep. Yep. I think we've already talked about We talked about how it should really be his feelings about losing both his mother and Edna. And, you know, they had a chance at making a new family again and how close did he even really get to her before she was gone again? Yeah. And I think some parts of this hit so well when he's like, he can't even remember what her face looks like and that's terrifying is an amazing moment. And just don't hit Homer and Ned with a car, for God's sakes. That, again. That, again. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> the second that happened, I'm like, you fucked this, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, uh, it's had such potential up until that point. How about you, Craig? I'd, like I'd, I'd throw more Edna in there because she's a wasted opportunity. Mm. Yeah. I'd definitely put more of the Homer's lost his mother, yeah, Todd's lost yeah. the mother. Let's that's put, an amazing let's do a, bit of a bit of a bonding thing there. would be really nice. And I'd drop the dirgy music. Oh, God, mm, yes. I would drop the dirgy yes. music. Yeah, it never worked. No. Yeah, look, what I'd change. You can't have Homer and Mona. Like, stop it. You've you've returned to this well too many times, and it's so dry that you're inventing shit that wasn't ever there. And yeah, fix Ned. It's a wide and known theory, the whole Flanderization mm-hmm. of his character that he sort of got reduced to only being religion. So I really wanted to see Ned have his own personal struggles yeah. with it and go, oh, Todd. Well, how? Huh. Hmm. Yeah, instead of having this Homer and Marge can't fuck B plot that goes nowhere, go with, yeah, Ned's feelings about all this. That's way more interesting. And yeah, I think this would be a way to really kind of scale him back from that flanderization of making him a more dynamic character who's trying to keep his faith and trying to keep his son. That's an amazing concept. Mm. Yeah, this episode had so much deep that it was... <laughs> it had so much promise. Yeah. Yeah, so much potential deep but it ended up being so shallow ah there we go i got that thing out of my head yeah all right we're here then bt any other notes i'll do like again in the uh old flanders video it's like grandpa wanders in and they're like oh would you like to join us for dinner and homer's like oh he'd love to i'll pick him up tomorrow (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was very good yep rod accidentally watches 30 rock and then ned's like oh it's okay son so it's all right well, just watch Kenneth. Yeah, <laughs> yep, that was good. Uh, yeah, as a massive 30 Rock fan, <laughs> that joke tickled me. Yeah. Yep. The cereal is called Circulos, now with some flavor. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, Flanders food playlist, yeah, you know, yeah. cucumbers Flanders style. Um, unflav- Wintergreen. Yep. <laughs> bit that really confused me is um, when Bart, for some reason, introduces Todd to like the bullies and they're talking yeah. about faith. And then Todd goes, I think you're all going to hell. It's like no you don't that's yeah. the point of this episode like it shouldn't have been well my daddy would think you're going to hell but i don't believe that anymore and then some other thing from that maybe he starts hanging out with them i don't know yeah but, um, no, no, that, no, that's good or maybe he just says <laughs> but i'm not gonna hang out with you because i just don't like you i don't not because i think you're evil it's just you're jerks bye <laughs> yeah. I don't know. and giving the bullies a crisis of faith as well like. yeah it's, it's just so weird in an episode where that's the main focus to have todd say i think you're going to hell yeah. when it's no you don't <laughs> yeah no and this again think about what function did this serve and the jokes were stupid they pushed Kearney down a ravine why yeah. because yeah. they could because the bully got bullied maybe uh, yeah I don't know look when you come to think of it it's almost like it was two episodes that were shoehorned together oh yeah 
Which goes to go with the dual writers, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe they both had, took a pass at it, and, that, and then went, "Oh, we'll like this and this and this." And it was that game you used to play in like English class or whatever. Yeah. It's like you take turns writing a paragraph. Yeah, that's, like, that's the one. That's why it's got a dual writing credit. Oh yeah, yeah. Tim Long and Miranda Thompson. <laughs> Tim, just when you start crawling your way out of the shit list. <laughs> <laughs> Any other notes, PT? Nope. How about you? Yeah, I, you've, you've, that, they're all my notes. Right there. They're, Sorry. They're, 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 he took all my notes. They're right. Look there. There's there's a bit of paper right there. And, <laughs> And, Fastidious and note taking. It's what I'm known for. That's, 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 oh my goodness! <laughs> they're, 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 they're all there. All done. <laughs> Man, we clearly have the Buddhist of the group because I've been hoarding all my notebooks and <laughs> keeping a track record of all my note taking. No, mm, oh, they're all out there in the <laughs> ether is, now. That is, is the way it is. It is fun to go back to them and try and figure out what episode we're talking about, just based on random scribblings. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, especially if you see my handwriting. Oh there, wow! It's like a couple of times I put my notebook on social media, people always quick go to the Marge I don't know if it's the beer talking <laughs> five dollars get out of here, here. alright it's time for my final notes now it's time and now it's time for his final notes Elliot's final notes should have done that as a dirge yeah that would have been better a bit we, of an organ in the background yeah. we do not have all night man <laughs> good thing about that theme is it's speedy now it's time for his final <laughs> notes they briefly had Boz in at the start of the episode and I'm yes! like oh that's right Flanders has a dog yeah, and he like, grew up yeah but, you know, just for the start of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another thing they could have done because, like, Christians, like, believe that animals do not have souls. And so if that was another angle for it to tack on, mm -hmm. then that was one of Flanders' yeah, genuine Boz believe. died and that was what triggered this. Oh, my God. Yeah. That <laughs> works. If you're going to have the bravery to introduce Boz. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, let's have some continuity. Wait, they've got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Flanders's lip is going to be my new uh, <laughs> synonym for uh, Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> Both does and does not exist. Yeah. Can I see your lip, Daddy? No. no. <laughs> mm, now I know what he looks like under the moustache, and it's very frightening. <laughs> yeah. I saw something like that in a 1960s horror movie once. Ah, it's the lip or ah. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of good like church-based jokes in this as well, like... When they're fanning down yeah. Ned, it's like, good thing these cholesterol bastards were empty. And he was like, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> taking credit for not you doing anything. Came in handy. Either uh, that or taking the money out of mm. it. Uh, oh. That was Jessica Lovejoy. <laughs> oh, and she got an appearance in this episode, visual yeah, only. She, yeah, she did too, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why the money was missing. Yeah. Ah. All the pieces fit. <laughs> At least some do. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this was another scene where Reverend Lovejoy would rather take a call from Flanders than sit through the ballet recital. Fine enough joke, but then he just shoves off Ned anyway and yeah. doesn't serve any function for the episode. Oh, Ned, I have to go back in now. It's like, yeah. you just, okay. I do like Mrs. Hibbert running out, <laughs> pulling me a file on <laughs> it. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, during Flanders' shitty yelling tirade, I did like that he had to go to a cupboard to <laughs> use the swear jar and say shucks, shucks. a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that was very Ned. Like, mm -hmm. you could have still had him yelling there and not having him yelled at Todd like a piece of shit. Oh, he could yeah. have just said, oh, hell diddly ding dong crap, and it would have been fine. Yeah, like. exactly. Because there's another moment like that where he... He's worried he sinned when he said Tootsie. He had a Tootsie pop. Is that what happened? I forgot. Yeah. Is that like, oh, does that mean that Ned has a foot fetish? Ooh, impure oh. thoughts with the word Tootsie. There we go, Tootsie. That's a thing. <laughs> he did have an impure thoughts jar in that cupboard. That's true. And it was half full or half empty. Oh. Wow. Why we, we, we've uncovered an actual Easter egg. We've, we've cracked the secrets. <laughs> oh, my God. Ned has got some secret, secret shame. <laughs> Don't worry, Neddy. It's okay to like feet. Dave Chappelle likes feet. Um, <laughs> and there so was does Tarantino. 
I think it's bad the way he likes feet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Chappelle or a Tarantino? Take this quiz. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a really pointless bit with Bart giving Homer a bunch of riddles. Ah, uh, yeah, that went on a bit too long. You, I, I, when he's at the front door in his underwear, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the f- idea that this was Ned's idea to put the fear of God back into Todd. Which yeah. doesn't make a great deal of sense because Todd has seen a lot worse in The Simpsons' backyard. Yeah. <laughs> He's seen Homer naked in the kiddie pool, you know. <laughs> Who hasn't seen Homer naked in the kiddie pool? <laughs> oh, and Flanders getting drunk. That should have meant something more again. Yeah. That's such a wasted piece of gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He we- doesn't get drunk. Last yeah. time we saw him get a drunk was with the, the white wine, wine spritzer. spritzer. Yes. Spritzer. <laughs> So, yeah, you got a top Vegas wife, and mm. no, they just dropped it. And, again, another bit of heart moment which I liked, which was the huge vigil for Ned at the hospital, yeah. but then also the small little one for Homer. Yeah, that yeah. was nice. Or just Mo, Lenny, and Duffman. Yeah. <laughs> at least it was Duffman, yeah. and that was the right voice. I do, yeah. And I did like, a, you go to a surprising amount of vigils in this job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale starting down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh, you give a participant. But for the positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold, but for the best of the very best, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Yeah. I will go first. <laughs> how is it done, Elliot? <laughs> Let's I don't hear know. this one. I'm just worried I'm just saying the script, and I actually don't know how it's done. I'm oh, just watching man. you go off Springfield Gorge right now. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going with a bronze, if not for the idea that you maybe should see this one if you've got any sort of sense of curiosity about late-era Simpsons, especially in the 31st goddamn season, that at least they've still got some ideas of ways to mm. push the series of the show, even if they don't land them well. And even if they don't land them well, at least, you know, there's a handful of jokes that you can take away from this one. BT. Man, this might rank as the hardest ranking ever. Because my gut says bronze, and I kind of tend to follow that, but there is just so many good ideas and then so many not well-handled ideas. I think I'm going to stick with the bronze. If they hadn't ruined Mona as well, I could have maybe pushed this to a silver. It just really bugs me they did that. And there's, you know, such wasted potential here. We've seen wasted potential before. Previous wasted potential was like, here's a mediocre episode that could have been okay. It could have gone from a participant or a failure to a bronze. Whereas here is something that is bronze that could have been gold, quite frankly. Like, the jokes were really tight on here. If they'd landed the heart, which they had, and if they'd just been more coherent, and I think you got it right, Craig, with had faith of keeping it in the Flanders house. Mm. Like, to make it the Homer show again, just kick this in the shins. And Jesus died for our shins. (laughs) He did. Thanks, Ralph. We we appreciate it. Yeah, we can pull that line from this. Ah, so mixed. (laughs) Like, put little flecks of gold in that bronze, but damn, this is a tough one. And how about you, Craig? Uh, Look, I'm vacillating between between low silver, solid bronze, and kind of some high participant. You know, it's... Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, melt it all down. It's going to have to be bronze, really. It, it, like, depends what five minutes of this you watch. (laughs) Well, no, that's true. Look, act one was a great gold. It was right there. It it had everything set up. It was absolutely wonderful. And then they just fell over themselves, Mm. skateboarding down the hill, and it's just horrible. If I I was going to go acts, I'd go, like, act one, gold, Mm. act two... Silver bronze and then Act Three just participant. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, so, I think you're being uh, generous in parts of Act Three, yeah. to be honest. But yeah, no, solid bronze. 
They're just wasted opportunities. Wasted, mm. wasted, wasted. Redo it. Yeah. And, and for God's sake, don't retcon anymore. Yeah. yeah. Retconning annoys everybody. Absolutely. Oh, so much. So again, I could I might have even gone sold if they hadn't retconned so much. But I feel like this is a ranking that needs like an asterisk next to it of like Oh yeah. Alright, well that'll make this a unanimous bronze. This is the highest ranking episode from the thirties depression Disney era now. All right, nicely done. Wow. But it'll be joining other unanimous bronzes like Covercraft when Homer becomes a baseball player Mm -hmm. which you know affected me personally (laughs) a midsummer's nice dream where cheech and chong come to town Mm -hmm. and they each pair off with homer and skinner (laughs) to become cheech and chunk and teach and chong it's a fucking weird episode (laughs) also chief of hearts when homer and wiggum become best friends Mm -hmm. it's like this episode where i'm like how did that take them that long that is such a match made in um the sandwich shop (laughs) and also any teen in my mo where bo dates a little person Mm -hmm. yes yeah that's that that had its own issues yeah yeah (laughs) which again i think yeah we liked the heart of that episode but they just fucked up the ending entirely yeah all right, and before we move on, is that reputation justified? Is that reputation <laughs> justified? God. <laughs> Thanks, good. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Is that reputation justified? Yeah, buddy. Dennis Perkins of the AV Club. Oh, my God. Dennis the Wildcard Perkins. What did he think? Dennis the what? No. <laughs> <laughs> he gave this episode a B minus. <laughs> Dennis, give it a B. Birkins again. Birkins. <laughs> anyway, it's all so frustrating mm. since this sort of bold narrative experiment is exactly the kind of thing The Simpsons could use at this point. I applaud the show for deciding to take a few chances just as much as i dislike how feebly it follows through that's brilliant <laughs> yep white a nail on the head dennis yep yep <laughs> all right well look that does it for the disney era and we're leapfrogging over the hd era to go to the teens era now where we are reviewing broadcast news does anyone know which one this one is based off title alone is it the one where homer just walks around pointing at things yelling fake news <laughs> <laughs> Coming in season 32. (laughs) All right, we're going to go watch that one. We'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was season 15, episode 22, Broadcast News. First released in May of 2004. That's how you say that year. That's how we say that year. (laughs) (laughs) 2004. Directed by Bob Anderson. Written by Don Payne. In this episode, Lisa gets into journalism and starts her own little independent newspaper, the Lisa Times. The Red Red Dress Dress Press. Press. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, meanwhile, Mr. Burns starts buying up all the uh, media outlets in town, but she remains resistant. Guys, what do we think? Ah, loved it. Yeah, speaking as a guest on a purely independent podcast, (laughs) (laughs) who would like to buy us? Disney? (laughs) We are ready to kiss any ass for a giant sack of money with a woman in it. (laughs) And a Sunday. And and a Sunday. Must have a Sunday. (laughs) What's wrong with that Sunday? Uh, um, They're not surrounded by sacks of money. That's where Marge was going wrong. Yeah, that that, that was it, yes. Fucked up the ingredients. BT, what stands out to you from this episode for better or worse? I didn't prep thing. Uh, Let me Ah. affect the fact that I don't like the beginning. (laughs) The whole old man mountain and then, and then, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
that's okay. It gets us there, but you know. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I remember not liking it from the binge row, but then I'm like, oh wait, I, I like the rest of this one. That's cool. So, it's not devoid of jokes, though. No, is I know. It? This is it's yeah. Put me on the spot, <laughs> I should, which I should have been ready for. It's only been 153. Um, no, but, I mean, I know it's not the most exciting and sexy thing. I mean, the old geezer rock, but <laughs> I mean, there are no sacks of money. There are no women holding Sundays. But they had the awesome joke of having geezer rock playing the tribute to geezer rock. <laughs> What? <laughs> Thank you, blood and tears. Yeah. Sorry about yes. sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about sweat. Yeah. I will say, I do have a quick Jonathan Yeah. The rock is like in the background and yet it falls towards them somehow. Like mm-hmm. that physics doesn't make sense. Grassy Knoll, second shooter. Back into the left. Back yeah. into the yeah. left. Because yeah. yeah. it was an avalanche, maybe, but no, where they were standing was clearly up a bit more yep. from where the. Hell, we have a team jump off of it and land on a, another team and make <laughs> out with his girlfriend. The, <laughs> the wackiness of this episode. You better be good at making out. Mm. <laughs> How about you, Craig? What stands out to you for better or worse? No, I, I love snaky burns in the mole. Yeah. It <laughs> just grabs me. And it just goes to show you who the real mole man is in Springfield. Mm. <laughs> I do like the dirty look he gets for the mole when it's, he starts suckling. He's really? like, you're not my child. <laughs> That's right. And then he brings another one in later. I really got hooked on this stuff. Uh, yeah. so I didn't like the reprise. I, I could have told like, how do you just have a mole then? <laughs> how does Burns not just have a mole yeah. there? Yeah. It was a really fun, silly bit, though, because like you think about it like, oh, it's only just been that day. Like, does he really need to eat all those bugs and survive on sustenance? But given that he's got a lizard tongue in this moment, mm-hmm. um, probably indicates that he always does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just evolved that way. <laughs> And I, and I must admit, I must admit the other thing I really love were the blood ponies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have fork tons too. Oh my god, what's going on at that nuclear plant? There <laughs> <laughs> you go. I'm, I'm just surprised they didn't have three eyes, but you know, <laughs> one had apparently flowers just growing out of her hair, like yeah. ever increasing ponies of cuteness. Yeah, sugar bell, honeysuckle, and dewdrop, and they all dance around. Ah, <laughs> uh, just a line. I won't take your blood ponies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's such a silly episode, and you know what's standing out to me is like. You know these things that were made in the past and you had no idea they'd be so pertinent in the future? (laughs) We're now owned by Disney. We're not allowed to have those opinions. But it's... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the parallels between, uh, you know, Burns and Loser. Oh, that loser. El President Loser. <laughs> President Loser. <laughs> yeah, you see, the it's a funny episode that existed. Also in an internet time, like 2004, mm. like, I thought every whack job already had his own blog post or whatever. Pretty like, much. And this is, episode is sort of saying inadvertently a lot about that sort of culture. That yeah, yeah. Even though there are these media conglomerates that support rich billionaires that probably should, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that it can be undone by all these independent journalists and stuff. Or you, if you give everyone a voice, everyone has a voice. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, how uh, very internet meta of us. Mm, I was going to draw parallels between Burns being like, oh, wind power, that'll take your head off. And, you know, El Presidente Luzero being all, oh, they give you cancer. Mm. It's like no, that no, they don't. What? No one thinks that. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't that? Wasn't that Tony Abbott saying that the infrasound gave you cancer or something? Yeah, I think they're, they're clearly cool. <laughs> reading from the same website. They are. The, yeah, it's the same place. They got the same yeah. hand in their pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an entirely different show. <laughs> <laughs> Looks very similar to the one that was shaking Burns's hand in that file photo that they had. <laughs> <laughs> so play count. How many times before tonight do you think you've seen this episode? Perhaps thrice. Oh, I know. I'd say maybe four or five. I mean, Foxtel keeps repeating it. 
Yeah. No, I've surprisingly seen this one a bunch. You know, season 15 is pretty half and half for me. But how about some of the wackiness of this episode? Oh, man. Was this a cartoony episode of The Simpsons? Dear God, yes. Yeah. Uh, part of Burns' brain falls out when he's tapping his ears. Like, oh, that goes back in. <laughs> oh, uh, man. It reminded me, though, uh, recently I had to get my ear flushed. There was a rock stuck in it. What? Well, it was actually about three years ago when we went to Bacon's ah, okay. Bay. I was about to say, <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> wow. Okay. That's, that, that, again, that's very meta because he knocked some rocks out of yeah, his own ear yeah. as well yeah oh. I, I want to know whose skull was kearney drinking from <laughs> that was such a weird joke that was gorgeous <laughs> it's a question that needs to be answered mm. yeah like did they have an open grave for him or one of those things like and did they i don't know was it, was it jebediah springfield's from the museum perhaps <laughs> <laughs> just saw a random skull it's like oh burns died recently <laughs> yeah we'll use that sell this to some kid he won't know the difference <laughs> uh do Dislikes, I think, goes on. You know, I actually don't like it. Burns dehydration spit take. We just. Mm. <sighs> a spit take so shocking that he dehydrated He's himself. Hydrate me, moisturize me. Yeah, I thought it went on a bit too long, but I like the idea of it. I, I think it was just dehydrating spit take. Gross, it went on forever. Uh, uh, but to balance it out with some wackiness I did like was when, you know, at least puts out a first edition of the Red Dress Press and Bart's like, I've been selling subscriptions. How do you think I got all these great prizes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want wackiness? The League of Evil is dead. <laughs> oh, great I love this bit. And no. it, just, it stacks jokes so well. I'm just, my beautiful League. <laughs> Even monsters need air, so. Oh, uh, well, damn. gather their watches. <laughs> gather their watches. Uh, it's the best button. Yeah, button. and uh, in these moments, yeah, Bones like trying to bribe Lisa and then also mm-hmm. just over drugging Homer. Like, <laughs> well, I suppose he supplied it, but he didn't tell him how to consume it. Oh, well, if this is your custom. <laughs> I don't want to offend his host. But yeah, I think it was drawing some great parallels with, yeah, real life of journalist intimidation and then, mm. yeah, then going after their friends and family for dirt and yeah. then, yeah, hitting her where it hurts. In the mill house. (laughs) (laughs) Moon mill house. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost why I wish this episode sort of took its time a bit, but I don't know where you'd cut from it. Yeah, I'm sure there are like bits and pieces and some jokes that kind of fell a little flat. Uh, Let me see if I have any examples of that. (laughs) Show you're working. Yeah, I know. Right now. (laughs) Okay, how about Homer singing like two seconds of the Spice Girls? <laughs> it was it my se- down. <laughs> yeah. It was my second favorite appearance of the song "Wannabe" by the Spice Girls in The Simpsons. <laughs> no, they did a poll, and that became like the most recognizable second of any song. What? Just the yo? Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's true. You hear that? You know exactly what song that is. I reckon uh, Mariah Carey. Carey. Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. You could play any second of that. I don't yeah, know. You just got to hear the start? bells, and it's one of two things. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many things that we don't know about Homer. Yeah. He sells roadside corn. <laughs> Dear God. I like that's the most wholesome thing you could be possibly hiding from Marge. Yeah. There are so many things, Marge. So many things. Yeah. Springfield is immune to smallpox because Mr. Burns keeps giving it to him. <laughs> Fuck, I had another wacky Burns moment as well. The ant, wasn't it? That Where he ate the ants? No, 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 he tried no, to no, crush the ant. Tried to crush oh, the ant. Yeah. That wasn't bad, being overpowered by an ant. <laughs> I didn't like it too much, but I like the Burns line at the end. Just take my wallet and leave me alone. <laughs> it's always so dramatic. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Another moment of propaganda sweeping into the cartoons as well with mm. Itchy and Scratchy, which is where we usually talk about the wackiness of an episode. True, true. Yeah, I liked that it just turned into a big nuclear power plant mm-hmm. um, propaganda film. And, and yeah, the idea that 
Ah, oh, decapitation. That's the best reason to resist wind. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, because the writing was so bad in it as well. Mm, but that purposefully bad, yeah. Yeah, you can tell Roger Myers and co. were clearly under duress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel any bumps? Absolutely. I mean, once again, we see the hidden heart of Mo. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mo is reading Lisa's paper inside a Playboy. Yeah. So, <laughs> from all outside intents mm-hmm. and purposes, he's being Mo, but yeah. he's really doing something nice. He has a secret deep side. Like yes, when he so- goes into the you know the adults only section, he's like, "Oh, Stella's getting a groove back tonight." Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Then he goes and reads reads yep. women to old people. Mm-hmm. It's, it was wonderful. <laughs> Mo's got this lovely hidden hidden bursting heart inside mm-hmm. him. Definitely not when he's at work when his customers are just trying to mull something over. <laughs> Whips no. them with a wet towel. <laughs> Thinking ain't drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I love the heart with Lisa in this. Like, obviously, the stakes are much lower for her mm. than most journalists, but that whole giving up thing, like, yeah, it really hit home. Like, yeah, and I really like the heart of she thinks she's ruined, but Bart's still there drawing cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good bit. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he just loves to take down the establishment. And the Chicago Tribute uh, composed <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> I can go on the bus. <laughs> But yeah, Homer being there for her at the end as well was really oh, sweet. Mm. Oh, sorry, there's the line of, oh, I can't stand to listen to one of my children cry. Lowers the garage door. <laughs> I can still hear. <laughs> Marge put on a pot of coffee. Drink it, then make burgers. <laughs> yes, Marge was in this episode. Yeah. Mm. Then, that was it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, we didn't really mention in the last episode, she sounded terrible. Yeah, Yeah, she's a bit tired in the last one. Mm. Yeah, it's like her crackling had gone beyond the point where it doesn't, like, go back and forth between, like, ah. It was just, just, oh, ah. Yeah, it was. I mean, by now, I think her vocal calluses have calluses. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the tiniest little bit of air that's getting through that throat. That's a bit sad. Yeah. She's going to yeah start sounding like her own mother. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> uh, Julie Kavanagh. Ultimately, though, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? To me, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Bird's stranglehold on the city, some kind of wacky scheme to make himself love. We've been here before, but it's a new take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homer bumbles and helps Lisa overcome the bad guy, you know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty standard. Yeah. I don't think the steps they took to get there were that solid, but... They were good enough. They didn't make me go, why the fuck? And the jokes were pretty solid along the way. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, this isn't feeling like, oh, classic. Oh, how did they do this? Sort of see that they kind of copped out on a couple of story beats. But, yeah, mostly got there the right way. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much laughing at the characters as they are writ as opposed to laughing at the characters, which mm. is a bit of a cheap laugh. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, none of the characters feel off at all. No. Like, no. no. Yes or no, would you watch this one again? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd watch this one again on episodes we're going to watch again. We'd like to think about what playlist we'd put there in. Mm. Surely something about media. When Homer has his own website, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. X yeah. and all that. Revealing the truth that's, about things. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's a nice early one, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, there's a few episodes around this teens era where I feel like they're taking a bit of digs at Republicans because especially around this time, this is when Fox News is just starting to become a thing and mm. like there's that one where Lisa and Kent Brockman team up for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's just, uh, and, and where Burns has got his other League of Evil, which is before they become skeletons in, in, the, um, <laughs> in, in, in his castle when he's trying to take over. Yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. Republican ha- headquarters. Yeah, Republican headquarters, that's one. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And Dracula is one of their members. <laughs> 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 yeah, solid Mr. Burns episodes, I guess. But obviously, has to go into the playlist of Burns is weaker than photons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he tries to crush a paper cup. <laughs> 
Oh no, Mr. Burns can't take that many photons. No, <laughs> take the spotlight off him now. I only weigh as much as my clothes and my keys. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Lacer and Burns episodes. Yeah. Got the little Lacer animal slide. Yes. Yes. Solid episode. Yeah, I do. One of my favorite lines is. Now get out! I can't! My mom's not picking me up for an hour! <laughs> mm. So what do you think about the local music scene? I think it distracts people from the big issues. My god, are you always, always on? on. <laughs> <laughs> like even Mr. Burns thinks she needs to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> it's the awkward little thing. He's like, okay, let's... <sighs> I like I, I, I like the fact that we actually did see what happened after they stopped whacking day because they they were now have a rattlesnake <laughs> sanctuary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the mm. town of Springfield clearly needed it. Yes, <laughs> and now they've got a place where snakes congregate, and when you crash a car, they come to visit you. <laughs> All of them come mm. to visit you. Yeah, I remember we were thinking in whacking days like, you know, Springfield's this overrun by snakes. Maybe they should have a waking day. <laughs> Makes sense. There's a lot of them. All right, BT, what would you like to change about this episode? I don't like a lot of that opening, to be perfectly honest. It's not to my taste. not bad. It's just mm, mm. punch it up a little bit. Okay. Get into things. Uh, let's see a little bit more of Ralph as the Chicago tribute writer. <laughs> Actually, um. just yeah, quickly breezing past my notes, there were a couple of lazy jokes, especially to do with Homer in that opening section, the whole the monkey comparison thing that just dragged. Yeah. And That's then an the, old one, too. And when Homer's climbing up the thing, like, why was he the one to climb? But whatever. Uh, but now I'm going to do something I've never done. Help out an old man. Yeah. See, a lot of that I could have done Yeah, it's a bit lazy, yeah. Also, he just teleports from the top of the mountain back to where he's supposed to be to run away. Oh, I th- yeah. I thought he just tumbled down with the rocks. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Homer clones. He's just sending, uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Craig? What would you um, like to change? Weirdly enough, I think I'd like to change Skinner in this mm-hmm. episode. Oh, yeah. Because this is one of the times that I really, really like Skinner. Yeah. He's got a nice piece of... He, he laughs at himself. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice sense of humor. And he helps the underdog. And he's yeah. got... That's not Seymour Skinner. <laughs> Even though he's a pleasant version, it doesn't quite hit on point for me. Well, he, he isn't really motivated by anything that's happening in the story. Like, it's not... Like, maybe the school should be being forced to teach burn studies or something. <laughs> that could be funny, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, they did kind of bring him back a bit where they went, did the flashback into the Vietnam yeah, jungle. I and do like uh, that, Innocent that nice. Skinner Vietnam is always funny. Yeah, that's yeah. always good. But it, that, that's very Skinner. But I mean, they're going to sit here and reminisce about candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> I was reunited with that chair and it wasn't the same. Yeah. <laughs> Folding chair, great for sitting. <laughs> No, I can see where you're coming from yeah. there, because like, it'd be more believable, yeah, if he was motivated by the story in any way, but just mm. for no reason, like, yeah, he's got he's got no stake in the game. No, 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 he has, he has no reason to help out, apart from the fact that he's there. Yeah. Yeah. And I have him be like, ah, oh, because of your cartoon, I did get that skin rash checked out. You really saved me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see, now that would work. <laughs> Not bad. I thought only I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, it's on his back. He couldn't see it. All those kick me signs left a rash. <laughs> It's all that sticky tape. Yeah. yeah. God, what would I change? Like, now I sort of get your point, BT, about maybe the first act could be tighter so it gets to where we're going. Because it did sort of feel, yeah, a bit flimsy excusing for this whole Lisa versus Burns journalism thing, which I think they hit on great and they like made a lot of great points. And mm-hmm. I kind of wish that it just had about five more minutes, like, to be mm-hmm. honest, to sort of exist in these moments a bit longer. Because I think one of my biggest criticisms of this episode is it's a bit rushed. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to cover, and they have to cover it quickly. Yeah, and not rushed in the sense it's like this, this, this is it's like sort of only pulled one or two things from each plot beat, which it's the problem that it's only got 22 minutes to tell its story and set this mm. whole thing up, which is unfortunate because mm. yeah, it was good, 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 good. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and no guest stars of this episode. Any musical moments stand out to you guys? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yours. Mine is the piece of music in the stinger at the end with the it's a Burns and Smithers dance music. Yeah. Which I love. I love that piece, but whenever I hear it, it's always gonna be Burns and Smithers dancing around mm. a console in the in the nuclear plant. Ending with kill, crush, destroy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, it's such delightful, light, flouncy music, yeah. like it's the whipped cream of music. It, it, it is, yes. <laughs> I like the photo montage that goes with it. Like they're all looking at extravagant things and they're matching suits. And Burns is looking at a huge martini glass and is like, <sighs> <laughs> and they're both in sailor suits. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, and just for the out of the episode of Leno, well, it cheers me up. Shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very. You could put it in the playlist of it. Eh, it's a party march. It doesn't have to make sense. Or when it's just all of a sudden, hey, everybody surfs up. Yeah, yeah. Like those just. Ah, uh, whatever, let's end the episode now. Yeah. But they did it well. Mm. All right. Yeah, I think we're here. BT, do you have any other notes? As always. Nelson, you have any skills? Yeah, you can make nerds cry. All right, you're our TV critic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Uh, I wonder how many nerds we've made cry. <laughs> Several. <laughs> Probably some of the critics of other things we've made cry with our criticism of their criticisms. <laughs> We're so metacritic. Mm-hmm. When Homer, Lenny, and Carl are all ready to dance in his grave, and they've got these like white long tailed yes. suits and all that. <laughs> and then they tap dance backwards. I know. <laughs> That's rehearsed. Okay, Chief. No, don't call me Chief. Okay, jerk. Chief is fine. <laughs> Lisa is J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. I love that. Yep. That was a great back and forth. It's not a problem. And, oh, so quippy. Really nice. We'll look it up on the jumping box. The television? Jumping box, television, picto cube, whatever. <laughs> I can't be held responsible for what my goons were ordered to do. <laughs> Actually, in the big quote from the latest issue of the Burns Weekly was, it is too late. <laughs> Uh, one bit I didn't like is when Vern's like, oh, self-delusion, then walks in front of a mirror and is like, ooh, I'm handsome in this mirror. It's like, mm. nah. Yeah, so that was a cheap shot. A bit tell, then show. Yeah. And yeah, my last note was shopping for a giant martini glass. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that You've covered most of mine. Um, one thing that stuck out a lot was that the fact that Lisa was being, at the time, obviously being a Murdoch parallel, which I really kind of liked. Yeah. And the other thing I really, really liked in this one was the let's all turn slowly and look down the barrel <laughs> talking about Rupert Murdoch. What a beautiful, handsome man that's, he is. That, yeah. that's actually a really gorgeous breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it served the story so nicely. Especially, yeah, because they're clearly talking about yeah. Fox News and all yeah, this yeah, sort of absolutely. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, it suited. It didn't stick out. It was just nicely timed. Other than the fact that Simpsons straight on is always very weird. It's well, so true. unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> but We're, I think that really helped lean into like mm, how yeah. obviously gross it was meant to be. Yeah, I think it's one of the few examples of it working well. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time for my final notes. The squeaky voice teen wanted to commit suicide because they cancelled Futurama. I know he's pain. Yes. <laughs> this was after only the first cancellation of Futurama <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, I don't know if he's going to be able to go through it again. Well, he survived quite well. I mean, I don't know about the guy he landed on, but he was well, <laughs> well enough as to long make as he out. made up well. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Cletus taking credit for the sky riding oh, and yeah. branding. You can knock me off again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad aside from yeah. them. 
I like when they're going through editing the newspaper, Burns and Smithers, and they're photoshopping Burns. Okay, make me more apple-cheeked. <laughs> it's it's happening now, now, sir. <laughs> Program on Photoshop face appler. Yep. Put this in the Elvira playlist as well. Uh, oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah, is. Bill from accounting. That's his Bigger daughter. than my boobs. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird family tree that they've got to incorporate on simpsons.fandom.com now. <laughs> but <laughs> father, Bill from McHouten. <laughs> and my final note is I really do want to subscribe to the Lenny Saver. <laughs> yes, I do. The truth about Carl. He's great. <laughs> Again, all the way up until he takes money. Mm, yeah, until he just runs away and says, you guys are never friends, we just drink, and I'm stealing all our lotto winnings. Yeah, that's, that's a retcon, and let's not go into that. <clears throat> it's time to rank this thing. Craig, you can go first on this one. Oh, look, this is a this is a bottom gold, maybe mm. top silver to me. Um, and to be honest, if I'm going to flip a coin, I'm just going to call it a gold. Yeah? Yeah, I am. I, I enjoy it. Every joke is placed well. There's no jokes that really stick out poorly. It's got my favourite piece of music in it at the very end. So, I mean, I mean that, that, that always does it for me. So, yeah, look, if I'm going to call it bottom gold, which means it's got to be a gold. Oh, man, I don't know where I'm flipping on this one. Because I kind of want to go gold as well, but something in the hard guts isn't letting me go up there. Um, I'm going to say silver, but again, I have the right to blurt out something later. Yep. <laughs> or call Jordan out uh, yep. uh, in, at 3 a.m. in the evening. As is our tradition. I was on the other board. I was on the bronze silver, but wow. I'm going to say silver because there's some great, really great lines. That, le- that um, League of Evil one, I forgot that was there and that killed me. And yeah, just the story is really good. It makes sense for Lisa to, yeah, be this uh, independent publisher and the Burns Media Empire is, yeah, very a parallel to real life. So. Yeah, see, that's why it's a gold. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's oh. a, that's a bottom gold. It's a this bottom I, gold. So I follow my feelings. That's, that's okay. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. I do like a lot of the jokes. Why am I digging it down? I'm going to do your trick and say it both. Yeah, say them both out loud. I give this episode a silver. I give this episode a gold. Oh, man, you stupid heart cuts. Why don't you actually know what you want? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, real always like the heart wants what it wants. It doesn't know shit. Uh, uh, fuck it. I'm going to be nice today and give it a gold. There we go. That's yeah, all right, sir. You can give it a gold. Mm-hmm. Again, I might change my mind again later. And, and we'll call, call Jordan. It'll be fine. We'll call Jordan. <laughs> Why do we just call him anyway? <laughs> hey, John. Yeah, it'd be nice to talk to him. He's a nice guy. All right. And that'll equal a dull gold. It'll only be the second episode from season 15 to get the dull gold. Also joining Simple Simpson, the Pie Man episode. Ah, one of my yeah. favorites of the yeah, season. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was an interesting gold doll because that got cubic gold, silver, silver. Wow. Mm. Yeah, what a spread. One of our biggest splits ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, I think that about does it for broadcast news. Now we're going to the classic era and all the way to the start of the classic era. Ooh. Now, just for episode title alone, do you know which one this could be? Bart versus Thanksgiving. <laughs> um... Uh, is it a Frink episode? <laughs> is it one where uh, Bart turns into a turkey and tries to get pardoned by the president? Oh my god! And the president is Meryl Streep. Is it, <laughs> no, the president would have to be Lisa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's what happens. Yeah, and scene. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be watching that acid trip of an episode when we get back. I mean, they got the Halloween Thanksgiving crossover. It could happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for the evening. This was Season 2, Episode 7, Bart vs. Thanksgiving. First released in November of 1990, on Thanksgiving as well, in fact. Mm. Directed by David Silverman, written by George Meyer, in this episode. This is the one where Bart takes on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Guys, what do we think? Ah, 
oh, it's cla- it, it, saying it's classic is definitely right. It, it, mm. it, it starts bringing out the whole Barton Lisa dynamic really nicely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Less of a laugher, but more of a you know family show fundamentals kind of stuff. Yeah, really yeah. like a sitcom episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, this felt so much like an '80s sitcom. Mm. Like, but you know, with a family that's slightly more anarchic than you know mm-hmm. the Tanners or the other '80s families, the Step by Steps. <laughs> Your family is, matters. All you need is Balky to, to to turn up, and you would have been right. <laughs> Standing <laughs> tall. <laughs> I have a running joke of that thing. <laughs> One of my favorite ah, series. You see, That's so gorgeous. Yeah, like I think my biggest criticism of this episode is going to be that it was very slow. It was the opposite to the last episode. And there was actually a lot of connecting things which I'll get through as we go along. But yeah, this one was just, they were clearly stretching for time in places. But let's get into it. BT, for better or worse, what stands out to you? Man, something I had to research because I had to double check quickly. And this is a great example of even an episode that's 400 years old can still teach you something new. So Mr. Burns lives on the corner of, I might pronounce this wrong, uh, Mammon and Croesus. So Croesus was a uh, in 560 BC and apparently known for his enormous wealth. And Mammon is wealth regarded as an evil influence or false object of worship. So, wow, this is a deep that's, fucking that's cut. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, it's, like, I just kind of saw it, but I bet that's a thing. So I know Mammon is a thing. I'll check that. Yeah, so this is like, well done yet again. There's something new to be learned from every old Simpsons. That's great. Just in the details, man. Wow, yeah. that that is fucking buried as well. <laughs> yeah, it's there for a, you know, a little bit, and then it just pans down, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you, Craig? What's well, out? the introduction of Homer's favorite football team is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, in that's this right. episode, who Hank Scorpio cannot buy for yeah. him later on, <laughs> but he and does just gives him the Dolphins instead, Den- uh, yeah. Broncos, the Broncos, yeah, the Denver Broncos instead. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And you know, if the Cowboys win as well, Lisa loves Homer. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. And uh, the Denver Broncos then went on to win the next Super Bowl after that episode. So Homer managed yeah. them well. Ah, after the <laughs> Hank Scorpio one. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> I have to be told these things. Tips but... <laughs> and I don't know. Um, but but another thing is, but again, look, I, one of the things I like about The Simpsons is they do very good uh, continuity. Yeah, it's sort of going to be the weird thing with this episode, not trying to dig in on it too hard, because mm. this is absolutely when they're establishing a lot. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, this is when a lot of this connective tissue is being made, and little things like Homer's going for the Dallas Cowboys and mm-hmm. all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And what stands out to me is the fucking dragging of Marge by her family oh, in man. this episode. Yeah, Patty and Sel- I read on Patty and Selma suck, and then Marge's mom sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can see where she gets it from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The fact that she turned out reasonably well is, is astounding. Yeah, because, yeah, Patty, Selma, and Jacqueline are, yeah, just having their own game of fucking bitching about The Simpsons in this episode. Oh, man. They are the worst. And well, like, they, they always bitch about Homer, and but this time they're actually bitching about everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, some people find your turkey a little dry. Oh. And this way there's an option if they want something else. Something good, you know? Something that isn't shit on a platter. And so, Marge. Yeah. I've just got one thing to say. I'm sorry I came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just at the end, which is all... I would say something comforting, but, you know, my voice, like, oh, fuck you. (laughs) And, yeah, she took the moments of voice to, yeah, Yeah. say, wish it in came, and Marge, you don't do anything right, just after she's probably feeling really insecure by the dragging by Patty and Selma. Oh, my gosh, yes. And is this around about the same sort of time that most other Thanksgiving movies had these tropes put into them as well? 
Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving is an awful time where you get your family oh, together. Family. And, oh. <laughs> yeah. And they just lumped that in, just like a piece of old cranberry sauce out of a can. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love the animation on that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's because Simpsons in the early days was definitely trying to be, you know, a reaction yeah. to sitcoms mm. and like the tropes and stuff. And this is showing a different side of that. And I think, yeah, having the family be so freaking negative and underhanded. Mm. Yeah, it's almost disappointing that it wasn't more of a point. Because, like, especially, like, Patty and Selma also trying to take credit for Lisa's thing. Oh, the artistic side is our side of the family. They're definitely one of ours. Yeah. We had a responsibility in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it flies about as much as Bart trying to take credit for the cranberry sauce. Yes, yes but, but at least that's funny. Yeah. They gave us the delightful song of Mom, it's broken, Mom, it's broken. <laughs> but, no, I feel like, like, like I mean, any time around these Christmas or things, it's like, can I help? And it's like... Uh, you'd have to ask where anything is. Yeah. And <laughs> just, just go watch TV. I'll do it all. It's fine. I don't really want to teach you how to use a mandolin. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, there's an episode right there. <laughs> Play count. How many times have you today have you seen this episode? Many, many. Many, many, many. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen this so much. It's sort of a weird one for us as well, like because we don't have Thanksgiving. You know, I don't like the whole reason they have Thanksgiving, but I'd certainly like if we stole that tradition of just having a day, gorging out on turkey and various things. Turkey and thinking of things you're thankful for. Its history is difficult, but its meaning is nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, after all, the real reason, ignoring the pilgrimy reason, which which doesn't mm. exist, who was it? Uh, Lincoln, I think, made Thanksgiving into a holiday to oh, give really? thanks for the good things that you have, not to give thanks for what didn't happen between the pilgrims and, and, and the American Indians. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, that, 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 there's a whole the whole thing you can talk about that. Mm. Yeah. What's, no, Lincoln was in the last episode we were reviewing. Yeah. <laughs> in in yeah. the white so, suit. <laughs> yeah. As different as these episodes all look, sometimes they all blur together. A little bit. And I'm like, oh, and then when Molman run them over and did that no thing, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, that was different. before. That was before. <laughs> we have a Lisa Poetry playlist now, so. Yeah. I actually enjoyed this part of the episode showing how Lisa processes things, like yeah. through her art and especially through her writing. So she was like, how long, that, how long did that take you, sweetie? He's like, oh, it was a labor of love. I couldn't count the hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that how initially, yeah, she processed her anger with by, by writing a poem and then how she processed like her, the complicated feelings, yeah. Yeah, feeling of missing him while also hating him at the same time. And mm. yeah. Oh, it's a lovely little character trait. I also enjoy the little dig that, you know, when Lisa is reading a poem to the family, it gets interrupted because Bart shows up on TV. It's so it's like oh, yeah. that same thing again, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the complications of feeling in this episode. Mm. But we'll get to that in the heart section. Let's ask the wackiness. Was this a wacky episode of The Simpsons? Uh, oh, did what I just say make sense? No, I know. How the Pilgrims felt. <laughs> <laughs> Best line. <laughs> yeah. And you get uh, Bart. In the uh, Macy's Day Parade. Oh, yeah, yep. that's right. Yep. <laughs> I remember there was an episode of the Rival Simpsons podcast, Enemy of the Show, um, <laughs> Everything's Coming Up podcast, where they had um, famed community writer, creator of Moral Oral, Dino Stamatopoulos on, and he said... That's the moment that he gave up on The Simpsons. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. It's like season two. That's it. I'm out of here. Wait, to have some high standards, Dino. <laughs> it's just like 19 episodes in. That's <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have you got 600 episodes to catch up on? <laughs> okay. Hmm. But yeah, put that in the playlist of like Homer going, oh, the cartoons doesn't have to make sense. Then Homer walks on by. Yep. 
or streetcar named Marge, where Maggie is sucking on a Bart Simpson action figure. Yes. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, not a wacky episode, really. Not particularly. <laughs> I do like this little bits, like, you know, with this, the stadiums and all the flashbulbs going off, taking the photos of the halftime. <laughs> of course, the stadium is far too big for a flashbulb to be effective, but nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little uh, few comments on football culture as well. Mm-hmm. And I think I liked these as well because, again, with the extending of the episode, you could notice there were just static shots of the people watching TV yeah. and just uh, voice work. Yeah, the commentary of, oh, it looks like he's pretty hurt. Yeah, he'll have to eat his Thanksgiving dinner through a straw. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's he going to fit a turkey through that? <laughs> That's his career over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this episode is back in the times when they really had, they weren't being wacky. They were just having good jabs at yeah. society. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which, again, fits into that sitcom mold that, that, that it really was embracing at the time. Yeah, and absolutely, and especially with the way too clean cut halftime act. Hooray for everything! <laughs> Again, <laughs> getting do, 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 away. Do. They didn't actually show you the halftime act. It was all on the radio and in the theater mm. of the mind. Yes, which means it was really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and Anything? now they're leaving the field. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> but the band who originally wrote that song, Get Dancing, was not. Hooray for everything. No. I will give you either of you a crisp $10 bill if you can tell me who originally did this song. Discotheques and the Sexolettes. I do not have a crisp $10 bill. <laughs> do you have PayPass? <laughs> Scratch that. Do you accept Google Afterpay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. I had never heard of discotheques and the Sexolettes before. Yep. yep yeah. Absolutely. Get Dancing was their big and probably only hit. Yes. <laughs> I can verify that. I did discover that in my research. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, learn two new things today. <laughs> but honestly, if I was given the two band names, which is the fake one, yeah. I would have not have picked Discotheques and the Sexolets. The fact that the fact that they use that for the wholesome halftime show in yeah. itself is wonderful. <laughs> Again, these clever little digs. So yeah, other than a couple of like weird character moments. Craig, you, you especially noticed Ken Brockman. <laughs> that was so wonderful. Two things really stood out. I mean, Ken mm. Brockman suddenly became a younger, different anchor guy yeah. with Kent's hair, with Kent's voice. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I can see, I smell a local I'm in. If, what, but who said that? What, <laughs> why is Kent's voice coming out of this other person's mouth? It was so weird. Yeah, he just like lost 20 years. It was yep. amazing. <laughs> yep, I don't know. how. Maybe it was the turkey. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say the camera adds 20 years. So. Oh, that, that was twenty. No, that's twenty pounds. Oh, well, how many cameras are on me right now? I can, I can afford to lose a little. And what's the conversion of years to pounds? Uh, I think it's seven. Uh, oh, that like dog years. Okay. Yeah, as well. That's dog pounds. Oh, dog pounds. They're obviously English. Yeah, makes sense. And the other weird off-character moment of Eddie and Lou. <laughs> Why was where who Voy- where? <laughs> yeah, again, you can't. It's not a character break because this is so early in the show; it yeah. hadn't been established yet. But yeah, Lou had Lovejoy's voice. Yes, <laughs> weird. It made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, uh, but only if you look back. Yeah, that's it. At the time, it we wouldn't have cared. Wouldn't have thought twice. But it's just that much more jarring now. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, that's just as wacky as it gets, the incidental stuff that's... True, true. There is a Simpsons predicted the future moment in this, though. Oh, Oh, is there? Yeah, there's a very big one. My brother is still missing, and perhaps it's my fault because I failed to take his abuse with gentle humour. Hmm. Uh, so what was the predicted it? The, the fact that um, that it's become such a thing now, mm. and she's saying it way back in season two, where it wasn't being said openly as such mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's almost like she's gaslighting herself in this moment. <laughs> yeah. Because she totally deserved to crack the shits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. absolutely she did. And it's a heart-wrenching moment as well when she's just reaction of just, Bart! Oh, 
and yeah, we're transitioning into the heart now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when it goes up in flames and the, the reflection of the light on Lisa as well. And, and just that pleading of, you didn't even care. Yeah. Oh, God, that gets you. Oh, and yeah, the, you feel it as well in the how it aftershock resonated with the family as well as they're just sort of awkwardly staring down into their meals as they're eating. Well, except for Grandpa's like, hey, that got it going. <laughs> <laughs> Guess that glue is really flammable. Yes. Yeah, probably, yeah. It is an interesting thing they set it up as well where Homer, yeah, he's clearly gotten a couple of active coals going, but yeah. yeah not enough. Mm. Um, I really like this bit where Bart's leaving the homeless shelter and everyone's like, oh, I'll see you at Christmas and then going back to their little alcoves or alleyways mm. and he's like, Ah, I guess I do have a family and stuff. And he gives them the money and has that kind of I should be thankful for what I have kind of moment. It's not said, but it's just done in music and camera and it's good. Ah. Oh, mm. Yeah. He, he gets it. It is a very special episode, oh, isn't yeah, it? For sure. <laughs> and there is that Bart actually realizes he's got a soul. Yeah. Yeah. And he just has a bit of a look down, just yeah. goes, ooh. Mm, yeah, look down gosh. deep down for something you wish wasn't there. I'm looking and looking, looking just because I ruined something you worked really hard. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep, there it is. And and then says, I'm sorry, Lisa, and means it. Yeah, exactly. And like I was just thinking as well, Bart really sort of he gets away with a lot in this episode, but yeah, he he goes on the journey and you can tell in that moment as well where he's still somewhat holding it in as defensive, like mm-hmm. and he does react like poorly towards Lisa when she brings it up in that moment as well yeah, so mm-hmm. he's got that full of defiance when you know Marge is like you can come down when you're ready to say so like, well, for what clearing the table having a sense of humor yeah yeah it's a good bit of defiance and then <laughs> jumping down on the flowers like oh no I mean good, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I guess as well it's Lisa sort of showing her level of empathy while Bart not mm. um, but then coming around at the end when Lisa yeah just pours her heart out to him yeah yeah and she teaches him. It's a teaching episode as well. That's so special. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very special episode. It Alex. is. And just going back to the homeless people, where one guest star for the episode, Greg Berg, who played Rory, one of the guys there. Oh, what, what else would I know him for? Because one of the guys that helps Bart up from being unconscious yeah. after giving blood. Yep, $12 and a free cookie. What a country. And, and yeah, would not feel awkward or uncomfortable at all accepting money from a child. I, mean, no, I, no, I, no, don't. I don't. I'm fine. No, nope, I'm good. <laughs> Greg Berg, he's actually been in a lot of stuff, but he's mostly one of those guys that's as a stand-in for a more popular voice. Yeah. Like, he's like a go-to Al Pacino and Robert De Niro for <laughs> a bunch of productions, but... You know, he did Baby Fozzie and Baby Scooter in Muppet Babies. And, oh, that's interesting. And yeah, he's been in like American Dad and a bunch of films. Wow. He gets uh, around. Yeah. Ooh, he was in Toy Story. Damaged Soldier. Additional voices. Mm. Wow. That... <laughs> oh, and he was um, <laughs> a voice match in Heat for when they couldn't get Robert De Niro back. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, Robert De Niro, we need you for some ADR. No. <laughs> here's Greg... talking to me. Nope, nope, nope. We'll use his non-union equivalent, Greg <laughs> yeah, Berg. <that> there. <laughs> nice work, because I've seen Heat recently, and it, I didn't notice. Is that a good movie? I've heard mixed things. Mixed. It is three hours, and it shouldn't be. Fuck. Yeah, but it is a good movie. Is that like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, and they're in a standoff or something? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the standoff is three hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it does not need to be, but it is a good movie. Yeah. So ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Again, an establishing episode. It's still figuring out what The Simpsons is. Yeah. So from that perspective, sure, it is... Your alternative family comedy, you know. It's a world-building episode, Mm. but in and of itself, no, it's not a Simpsons episode yet. Mm. It's a sitcom, but it's not a Simpsons episode yet. Yeah, it is almost kind of closer to being like a fucking 
Alf. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Mr. Tanner when you need him? Yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, th- I think I'd say there are just enough pieces that deviate from like a standard sitcom. Like I really love when Bart comes back. And he's like, mm, should I win or shouldn't I? And then has that fantasy. Oh, and, that yeah. Oh, that's mm. amazing. Like all the colors change and all the perspective distorts, and it's it's yeah, very hellish and it's good. Oh, the contrasting of the purples, blues, and oranges. Like oh, just gorgeous animation there and i think really reflecting how you can feel as a kid when everyone's ganging up on you yeah. and you're still not quite sure why i mean this is season two where, where, where the simpsons was smart yeah yes and it's sort of hard to tell when we're this many years removed from it but yeah it could be going a lot against a lot more sitcom tropes than of the time but yeah it's it's hard to notice like mm-hmm. but yeah because they're all tropes now yeah exactly yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of the things that it's doing are so tropey now when it was probably paving new way then. But yes, no, would you watch this episode again? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd watch this and I'd watch it after our own turkey day and, you know, feeling full of stuffing and turkey and you're Boxing on the Boxing day special. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Watch it after Boxing Day. That works. <laughs> yeah. So what playlist would we put this in? Well, Lisa's Poetry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is poetry. Uh, yeah, obviously a holiday specials. Yeah, actually, our friends at Simpsons Brackets are currently running a best Simpsons holiday specials moment, so oh, check that out on at Simpsons Bracket. Uh, going to the wrong side of the tracks. Yes. So, uh, you know, when Bart's following the uh, Itchy and Scratchy Parade into Junkie oh, Town yeah. and Bumville. Bumtown. Bumtown. Put it in the Bumtown list because, yeah, that, 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 that's one. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and there's some pretty good sign gags there. The liquor store. Yes, we have rot gut. Or <laughs> <laughs> the... Massage parlor in quotation marks. (laughs) Kent Brockman does a human interest story uh, show list. One of Kent's people. Yes. (laughs) And yeah, he's just dragging all these people. Well, lots of names for them. (laughs) Why have we put shunned them? Is it because they smell? Hey, (laughs) 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 and Mr. Burns and just being incredibly wasteful. Yeah. And uh, is this the first release the hounds? Oh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it looks ah. like it. They set it up to be. Yeah, yeah. They made it a big thing. Mm. It also kills me in this moment, though, where Mr. Burns is throwing away all this food that Smith has clearly spent like two days making. Any security guards are eating TV dinners. Like they're <laughs> clearly eating microwave dinners. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> oh, okay. They're mentioned in the episode No Disgrace Like Home, but yeah, apparently Bart versus Thanksgiving is the first time we see there we go. the hounds that were released. There we are. BT, what would you change? Hmm, I would add more of the laugh laugh, because that's kind of the only thing. I like the story, it goes along, it's got some great heart moments, but I could use some more yucks. How about yeah, you, it, no, no, it doesn't. It needs a little bit more wackiness mm. and maybe not so much social commentary. Yeah, I appreciate it's yeah product of its time and figuring out what The Simpsons is, yada yada, but yep. in this retrospective... Laughter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they need to poke more fun at Hall- uh, to Halloween. They need to poke more fun at Thanksgiving. <laughs> everyone needs to poke fun at Halloween. They need to poke more fun at Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But fun, fun, not, not just jabs. Yeah, because it's, it's funny, yeah, in these sort of episodes, you'd feel like Simpsons would go up against Thanksgiving as an institution a bit, mm-hmm. and it's kind of disappointing that like, they don't, and it's, it kind of feels like they're touching on the whole awkward family dynamics with it all as well. And, like, in an episode where I honestly think they were stretching for time, it's almost a shame that they didn't sort of follow the subplot of Marge being hassled and whatever. Yeah. And, like, I honestly wish that she could just be all like, oh, can you three give me a fucking break right now? I am dealing with my kids and you three bitches are being cunts. Just piss (laughs) off now. (laughs) BT, do you have any other notes? I mean, yeah, but do someone else first. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> Craig, do you have any other words? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Thank you for not discussing the outside world. <laughs> the sign on the outside of the old yep. folks' home. Oh, and that, so the fact bleak. that they feature that yeah. As, yeah. as they pan by. Again, another big social jab because mm. you don't oh. want the old people to know what's going on outside. That whole yeah. scene was just depressing as fuck. With it the was. guy, the administrator is like, well, here's some letters from your families who wish they could be here. Mm. And we just got another one. Oh, I knew they'd remember. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it reeks, <laughs> reeks of sadness. The, the entire place. And, yeah, um, so bleak. Oh, absolutely. Um, when they're having a prayer at the table, thank you for the occasional bits and pieces of peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and... Uh, nuclear plant propaganda playlist that uh, yes. clearly got into Homer. <laughs> he was praying to God and advertising nuclear power. Hmm. <laughs> At least there was no wind power in this one. Yeah. <laughs> it is, which is the only standard form of power. Well, except solar, but that's a pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately pertinent. <laughs> and that was all your notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we've covered all the rest because, it's, again, this is a it's a sitcom episode. There's not much you can really cherry pick out to be a gem. Yeah, mm. you can cover it pretty briefly. Um, how about you, BT? I like Maggie's contribution to the centerpiece. That's a very sweet moment where she just draws a squiggle and Lisa's yeah. like, thank you. That's very oh. sweet. When Lisa's like, things like this always seem to happen. And Marge's like, yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Poor Marge in this episode. She's so resigned and just copying mm. it. Oh. It feels like I'm starting to feel like we're in a sitcom. Yeah. Um, it's that oldie, but it's, you know, I'm sure it was fresh at the time. Give me the number for 911. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I got real reused footage from that vibe, uh, from that scene, though. A little but, bit, yeah. yeah. Well, again, they didn't. They weren't the Simpsons yet. They didn't have Simpsons money yet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and Bart's line of, I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I enjoy doing it. I don't know why I'll do it do again. again. <laughs> Simpsons predicted it. He yep. would go on to do many things like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that is all my notes. Elliot, how about your notes? Just doing last of my notes, and we've already asked Craig the question, about, haven't we? sandwich, yeah. You did, yes. Yeah. And I still like the pineapple on top. Oh, I think that, oh, that it's, is, a, it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. Ruben pineapple is great. I think that'll set off a big argument on the internet by more hope, than pineapple on pizza. I hope it does, guys. Come on, it's 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 it, look Ruben with, with with some pineapple mm. and perhaps a little tiny shake of powdered chili. Yeah, a oh, little yeah. tiny shake. It makes perfect sense. And that acidity just to cut through the grease. Absolutely correct. Come on, guys. Tell me what you think. <laughs> but yeah, just like, yeah, if pineapple on pizza set, it makes the internet fucking lose its shit, then pineapple, pineapple, pineapple on, Ruben. on Ruben. Bam, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you will be the ire of Reddit. You know, that's great, and I don't mind. Let's let's get yeah. my own subreddit going here. <laughs> All right, time for my final notes. Lisa has an end apartheid now, a poster in her room. That was mm-hmm. a nice touch. This was actually the first visual appearance of Jacqueline Bouvier, and also Bill and Marty. Oh, yeah. I think they also had different voices. Yeah. Yeah. They'd had one or two maybe appearances, obviously on the radio before, but yeah, this is the first time we've seen them. Wow. And we saw them in the last episode as well. Bill and Marty playlist. Oh, when Bart asks Lisa, did they cry? And he goes, ha-ha, bullseye. Like, Mm -hmm. ah, really showing his character there. Yeah. Yep, 10-year-old. Bam. Yeah. I I ran away. I hoped this would have this effect. Ah, little psychopath. And yeah, Homer and, Le- and Marge staring out the window noticed all this discussion between Bart and Lisa were happy and Homer goes, you know what? We're great parents. What gave you that idea? <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody explain to me the Escher version of their house yeah. where Homer can be looking out the bathroom top window mm-hmm. and seeing what happens 180 degrees on top of their roof. Yeah. I, I, only because I want to know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they can hear it because, yeah, Lisa, there was a vent going from the roof to They didn't hear Bart room. playing football on the roof by himself. 
the timeline's wobbly, isn't it? <laughs> the house is not quite set in stone. No. no. <laughs> As we'll see in a later episode when it ends up on its side. <laughs> Let's uh, rank this thing. BT, your turn to go first. Man, uh, Sucked tough. in. Okay, not a cubic, because I did just notice that there's no highly quotable lines from this one. There's some good bits, but not highly quotable. It's all your fault. It's yeah, all your I, fault. When was the last time you said that? Um, that time that it was your fault? <laughs> it was never my fault. So, Damn it. You know, counter-argument. Um, <laughs> highly quotable. You know, like, broken, you is know, broken is broken, it's broken, it's broken. Yeah, mom, it's years. broken, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, all, it's, it's no way you don't win friends with salad, let's put it that way. Um, okay, it is a very well-told story. It is still Simpsons figuring out what Simpsons is, and it's driven by heart and discussions on the holiday. I'm going to go with a gold, because that's what my guts say. I reserve the right to blend out something else, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. Gold. All right, Craig. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tempted to go high gold. Um, the little tiny moments of wackiness make it nice for me. Uh, it is world building. It's, mm. uh, it's a sitcom. And the entire thing, when you look back at it, just gives you that that really nice late, uh, early 90s, late 80s vibe of, of, of this is a sitcom kind of thing. No, I'm not going to go gold. I'm going to go higher. You're going cubic. I'm going cubic. I'm oh, going wow. Cubic. Yeah, I really like it. I wouldn't call it a high, I wouldn't call it, you know, fireworks cubic. Yeah. But, <laughs> it just crosses the line. It does. It, does. it crosses the line into, into cubic, I think. To, I am very me. impressed with that uh, Mr. Burns Street name thing being yeah, a reference. That's, that's, that's a very that's, cool yeah. thing. You can yeah. always learn something new from Simpsons. And um, it's weird. I'm also feeling a little guilty, but also a little bit better about my rank. I'm going uh, silver just because Ooh. when I think of the classic era, and even in season one and two, I just think this episode just doesn't quite hit those highs for me and it's part of its slow pacing and lack Mm. of jokes and I think it nails the heart and it's one of these rare instances because like I'm always criticizing the new episodes you're just trying to be a joke factory without having a story to tell I think this has a story to tell I think it tells it well it's just the jokes the jokes aren't there yeah all right this would be a gold by way of split decision once again proving I was right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we've had a few golds by split the cubic gold silver style we had the front where Bart and Lisa write the itchy and scratchy and credit it to grandpa mm, right. Homer goes to college which we reviewed the other week which yep. I have already caught shit for for going a silver on yeah, that no one kidding. online wow. <laughs> Bart's girlfriend the Jessica Lovejoy episode and my sister my sitter where mm-hmm. Lisa is Bart's sitter oh like that's really good yeah I know I went cubic on that one yeah it's really good was I gold or silver you were gold uh, I felt like broken it. arm it's great yeah. <laughs> squid port it's terrific gonna make I didn't bumpy. see any UFO that's right you didn't <laughs> <laughs> alright guys yeah that about does it for the Simpsons Index for this week but before we get out of here we just like to briefly talk about things that we're into lately books TV film music video games other things hmm. crafts I'm not making any wallets. Anyone scrapbooking? <laughs> Anyone pe- making the Christmas gifts for the people? Making a nice collage. Do people just still scrapbook these days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, suppose they, I suppose they do. Even my mum gave up on it. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. Uh, how about you, VT? What are you into? I'm going to check out two really quickly. So Final Space has its third season. That Sorry, second season. I'm about halfway through it, so I don't know how it's going to turn out. So there's not, I can't put a hard recommendation on that. But recently, we also partially inspired by our friends at Baby Beard Media and also partially inspired because Danny Rosewell
Control is very, very excited for Cyberpunk 2077. We checked out the starter kit, Cyberpunk Red, for the tabletop RPG. Had a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, if you like your tabletop games but don't want to go to fantasy, Cyberpunk Red is pretty damn good. Wow. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. How about you, Craig? I'm being a festival director at the moment for, oh, wow. uh, for the A Night of Horror International Short Film Festival. Uh, not ah. just short film festival, not a horror international film festival. It's coming back in 2020. It's going to be at the Dendy Newtown. And submissions are now open, so go to anightofhorror.com and take a look and see. What, but obviously, we haven't got all the stuff up yet because submissions mm-hmm. are still open. But so if you've got films, submit them. If you've got scripts, submit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, short films, feature films, both scripts and something that you might want us to see. And we've got some great judges coming up. It's going to be a real lot of fun. It's going to be in May, May 14 to 17 in 2020 at the Dendy Newtown. So come along and see us and say hello. And just in case you're overseas, we're going to live stream the whole thing. Not the films themselves, but we're going to live stream all the interviews and everything straight from the Dendy foyer just for you guys overseas. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, I've been recently getting into a band called Bent Knee. I first discovered them through Adam Neely, who's like a music YouTuber. He used to do a bunch of bass lessons. Now he does a bunch of theory stuff and sort of what it's like life as a gigging musician. And in one of the recent episodes, uh, he had like the process of a band trying to come up with songs based on like a musical exercise that you do like a little musical challenge and that was really engaging and the band that he did it with was a band called bent knee and yeah they've got a great catalog they're a very like musicians 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 band like they're very your favorite band's favorite band yeah exactly so yeah it's best described as jazz prog and they have an album out now that's called You Know What They Mean. And what I really love about this is it's really tight. The songs are amazing, but they also leave in like production flubs during. Okay. And so it, it has a real recording studio feel to it. Mm. So, yeah, I really like that one. All right, guys. Yeah, that about does it for the Simpsons Index. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, BT. Yeah, hoy. Thank you, Craig. Always a pleasure. And I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. And that is all the mustard in Thanksgiving. <laughs> House. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. 40 million save. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Oh, I didn't get it in microphone. (laughs) Next beer, man. Nope, get me another one. That was a good open. Pour this one out. <laughs> get a new one. <clears throat> oh, and just for the... Oh, there we go. Tastes better when it's... You've heard it. It's been cracked as far into your ear as you can. Well, that wasn't bad, mate, but how about some of this? Ooh. Oh, that was nice. Crisp. Uh, second she's gone, we're going to get Spotify. So Spotify. <laughs> Does Disney own Spotify? Oh God, probably. Because <laughs> that would be Disney, kind of that would be kind of funny. Disney owns everything. <laughs> you, wait, you hear that? Disney. <laughs> Disney. They own Jaws now too. Disney, 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 Disney. The Disney. <laughs> the Disney index. Oh fuck, it happened so quickly. <laughs>